Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live.
evening, good 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 <laughs> good evening. Okay. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study Ancestry Prayer. This is Sister Lashana. Good evening, everyone. I mean, good evening. Uh, we're going to have an awesome night in the Lord. We're finishing up. We'll be in the uh, um, third John tonight. So um, let us open our hearts, our mind, our soul. Let us bring, like, tonight, let's. I'm just excited tonight for what God is about to do. So I'm, without further delay, I'm going to ask Prophet Bob, would you mind opening us up in prayer? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Father, I come to you tonight thanking you for an adorable day today. But between the time that I repented earlier and right now, I know I failed you. I made a mistake. I could have been in disobedience to you. I could have said something to Gina that might have not been right. Well, as I went out today, I could have made a mistake. And for that, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Wash me in your precious blood. Make my sins in the land of forgetfulness, to remember him no more in Jesus' name. Father, it's an honor to be here tonight. We're going to learn again. We're going to open up our ear gates to hear, thus saith the Lord, so we can be taught. Many don't like to be teachable. They don't have a teachable spirit. Many don't like to be taught. They went to school already, or they went to college to be taught, and it's all over, but it really isn't. The Bible says, ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. But in simple words, ministry tonight, we learn the truth, and the truth shall set us free tonight. Have your way. Touch those that have come on the call that might be in pain. If there be one father in Jesus' name that does not know you, or they're in a backslidden condition, touch them tonight. You're a soon-coming king, ready to break open the sky and take your people home. And everybody in America, everybody around the world has a God-given right to have Jesus in their heart because you do not send no man to hell. Man sends themselves to hell because of choice. And we have a choice tonight. Either we will serve you or we will serve the devil. Come on, bro. We have a choice tonight. I'm ever so grateful, Father, that you gave me a choice in a bowling alley parking lot in 1976, and I said yes to you. Tonight, it's about choice. You have a decision to make tonight if you're on the call. 
or you may go through the archives and you hear this message tonight. You have a choice. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. You have a God-given right to serve Jesus Christ. Without him, you're lost and going to hell. Accept him into your heart tonight if you're in a backslidden condition Mm. or you're not serving him. Accept him into your heart tonight. It will be the greatest decision you ever made. And you'll see this prophet in heaven and say, thank you. Father, touch everyone. Touch everyone, Father, on the call tonight. Go into their innermost bellies and raise them up with healing in your wings. And we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise because we worship and adore you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Prophet Bob. Open us up. I mean, tonight we're. Amen. Praise God. I mean, God is so awesome. So you know what, everyone? I know that God is. We are in for a treat tonight. So I'm going to open up the line right now for your testimonies and your praise support. Amen, Dad. Amen. You know, I don't really have, I do have a praise report. Even though I went out today, I went out putting smiles on people's faces today. I greeted people with, what would Jesus do? I showed a lot of love to the people of God. Some were saved, some weren't. Got a chance to witness for the Lord at three different places. And then I came home to my queen, my best friend, my lover, the virtuous woman by the name of Prophetess Gina. It's been an adorable, awesome day. Sitting on the couch, listening to contemporary Christian music, holding hands, talking about Daddy, our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the peace of God. That was in our home today. Nothing can compare to that. That's my testimony. God bless. God bless, Prophet Love. God bless. That's an awesome testimony. I mean, you know, I love Prophet Bob. I love you for your testimonies because they're real. Like you, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's just the smallest things. But the thing is, once you give God praise in small, He will bless you big. And that's why I'm like, I love your testimonies, Prophet Bob, because. Our day-to-day testimony, sometimes we have to thank God that we woke up this morning. And you know what? That's what we're supposed to do. We're always supposed to come in here with the heart of thanksgiving and giving thanks to the Lord. And, you know, I just can't thank you for your testimony today. I'm going to open up the line for another testimony or praise report. Praise the Lord. Praise Praise the Lord. Lord. Um. You know, this morning when I woke up, it was on the alarm clock that woke me up, so I'm giving God praise for that. 
I'm thanking God for being the prayer answering God. I have a little situation which I won't mention it publicly, but you know, it was a little situation and I spoke to someone about it. And before I know the person, think about it, and before we, we could even pray about it, I get a call and everything was settled. I said, God, I thank you. I wanted was to, I was going to, I said, God, you take care of it because you know who I am. And I thank you for taking care of it. And I mentioned it, and I know the person was going to call me to pray. But before he called me and pray, I get a call that the thing was on his way. And I, I just want to thank God for answering prayer. I, I, I just want to thank him. And know that even before we call, he answer us. And that is that is my testimony tonight. That is my testimony. God bless each and every one of you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. You know, we have, the reason why I always ask for testimonies and praise reports at the beginning is because you, again, if people will hear me say this over and over again, you know, not only just giving God thanks for what he's done for us, but for those who are in the same struggle, that you know if he did it for me or did it for Prophet Joseph or did it for Prophet Bob or did it for Sister Erica or Sister Monica, he, yeah. you know he can do it for you. Amen. So that is what our testimonies, that's what it's for. You know, so we have to understand that when the body of Christ, that's what we're here for, to uplift each other, um, to encourage one another. You know, that's where we have to, that's where we have to kind of understand, you know, God is so awesome. And for us to be in the body of Christ, we got to believe that God is awesome. And sometimes we need help with our unbelief. Let's be real. So that's what our testimonies are for, to just show how, just not only just to show the awesomeness and the glory of God, but, you know, just everything. Like I said, I have a testimony, but I'm waiting. For, I, I got a bigger testimony uh, happening, so I'm, a, I'm sitting on mine for a moment. Amen. But I'm just going to say thank you, Jesus. Amen. You are so worthy. You're worthy to be praised, you know. So, and you can, if you can see me through here right now, I have the biggest smile on my face because I know my God is real. I know he sees me. He has heard my every cry. And I am awesomely, awesomely blessed. Amen. So, you know, everyone, I always want to say good evening when you hear me go that way. But you know what? That is my God. So tonight, 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 if you all have your Bibles tonight, before I start praying, let's turn to the book of 3 John. I'll probably do a little review on 2nd first, but let's turn to the book of 3 John. That is where we all tonight. Amen. So let me pray. Father God, right now, Jesus, uh, Father God, right now, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Jesus, apply your precious blood to me, to me. Oh, Jesus, thank you for, I plead the blood tonight over me, over this ministry, over every every place, every house, every connection on this line. Jesus, I thank you for allowing us to use your blood to just bloody us up, uh, bloody us up. Oh, Jesus, I just thank you, <clears throat> and I give you praise, Jesus. Father God, you are our Father, I else die, and I thank you for, re- uh, and, I, and let me start back over, excuse me. And Father God, I do I ask to repent. And receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. You are our Father, El Shaddai, Elohim, and we give you praise tonight, Father God. And Father God, tonight I ask to let your glory rain down on this line tonight. Allow the Holy Spirit to work its way on this line tonight. 
as we learn as we learn and as we sit at your feet, Father God. Oh, Father God, as I start, Father God, let nothing corrupt come out of my mouth. Let me decease and you totally increase in the name of Jesus. I lift up my overseers, Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rucker, to you right now in the name of Jesus. I lift up Apostle Desiree. I lift up Pastor Marine Chen Daly. Excuse me, Apostle-elect Pastor Marine Chen Daly. I lift up Sabor's ministry up to you, Father God. You see and you know what we're needing tonight, Father God. So we sit at your feet, Father God, and we thank you for the lesson that's going to happen. I thank you right now that we're functioning over an open heaven tonight, Father God. And as your lesson goes forth, Father God, you are bringing blessings to each and every one of our households, Father God. Father God, I thank you that soul wounds are healed tonight as we go forth, Father God. I thank you that church hurts are healed tonight, Father God. I thank you for night for broken spirits to be putting back together tonight, Father God. I thank you for your will and your way and most important, your glory, Father God. And God, we bind up the enemy tonight because the enemy doesn't function in heaven. So we bind up the enemy tonight. We come and we command it to be the only thing the enemy is going to hear right now is stand down and flee and go straight to the pit of hell. And God, I got to just thank you tonight. I thank you for what's about to happen. I thank you for what's to come. And I pray this prayer in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So, uh, <clears throat> good evening, everyone. I'm glad everyone's out tonight. So, without further ado, if everybody have your Bibles open, you can go to Third John, first chapter. So, I'm going to give us a little review quick because last week we... Um, we did not have a Bible study last week, so uh, just reviewing Second John. Second uh, John, the emphasis was the emphasis was to encourage and to love and affirm, and to exhort and to be discerning. Um, in John, John in the first part of Second uh, John was giving a greetings and affirmation and encouragement to the believer. Um, he wanted us to understand to walk in truth and love. Walking in truth and love means also walking into obedience, and the and we were in doing that and doing that we're supposed to stand against error. So any the circumstance that many, the circumstances that surrounds um, stand against error, we have to understand <laughs> that many are there are many deceivers out there. There's many doctrines of devils and demons, doctrines of devils, and there's many just false gospels out there. And so he was giving the believer the warning to watch out. And he also gave the instruction to be strong and and necessary and also with organization to like pray for discernment. A discern if it didn't that translate as Jesus who was the day did not proclaim Jesus the son of the Lord our father, uh, son of our <clears throat> son of our father. And he did not and he died on the cross. And came out three days later. If they didn't, if they did not preach, they they preach a different Jesus that we don't know. And so that's what he basically said. He wanted in, in Second John first, uh, first chapter eight verse. He wanted to to warn us. And then Second John, and if we go back a little bit further before that, in Second John first chapter fifth verse, he was reminding, "I am writing you to remind you of these things." But he also had a warm ending to it. Also, he hoped to see the soon, the strong believers the soon, and that through all the key theme was that loving others within the limit that truth lies, and <clears throat> that's what Second John was about. 
So, you know, that's a little small synopsis review of Second John. Now, as we go into um, Third John, you know, the Apostle John identifies himself in the Greek version, um, in the Greek version of Third John, only as the elder, which matches what he did in earlier letters. Second uh, John, when John wrote the final letter, uh, he was near the end of his life, a life that had been changed dramatically over six over some six decades before. Before when Jesus had called John and his brothers Jane out from fish from their fishing boat, then the young men had a different life livelihood, um, <clears throat> and their father Zebi, uh, Zedebi, to follow Jesus. While James was the first of the twelve disciples to die for his faith, if you want to look back, that would be uh, Acts twelfth uh, chapter second verse. John outlived the others. John is referred to himself as Self in his gospel as disciple Jesus loved. It's titled that highlights one of the one of the greatest themes of all of John's biblical contributions, including Third John. God loves working itself out in the lives of His people. So you want to say where are we? If you're if you like me, you always kind of like the chronological order of where we are at this time in the Bible. While the date cannot be pinpointed, uh, it's certainly due to a lack of specific information in the letter of Third John, which was probably around A.D. 90, near the period of John's other letters. John wrote this letter to Gaius, a leader of one of, the more, one of more of the churches in Asia Minor. The apostle had received a report that some difficulties caused by a man named um, Theotrephiles, and he wrote to, he wrote to enforce uh, Gaius the proper way to deal with this kind of trouble. So you want to say, why is Third John, uh, why is Third John so important? While they were dealing with troubles in this in in his area, John wanted to direct him not to only how he should respond to the trials, but he should also how to relate for those who proclaim the truth. John three letters are largely concerned with the issue of fellowship with God, enemies of the gospel. And in case Sir John were all those who proclaimed the truth, John wanted us to ensure that the churches gave a warm welcome to those who travel around preaching the gospel, offering them hospitality and a send off in a matter that pleases God. So you're going to understand, John wanted, you know, the troubles, you're going to tell them, well, what's the big idea? What's the major, major connection? Well, trouble had come to the church in Asia Minor. And Dostopheles uh, had taken control of one of the, one of the churches there and had used his power to ban certain tribal missionaries for coming into church at all. At one point, the church had seen some something of a leadership quality in him and had placed him in charge. But now in the top spot, the power had gone to his head. He refused to welcome traveling ministers to the gospel to preach and take rest within his church. Even worse, upon receiving the early correction from John Diotrophiles, had refused to listen. This is a troubling situation, no doubt. Uh, and it prompted John to write to Gaius, the commanding, the, con, the commending the believers for holding fast to truth and doing so with a loving attitude. These Christians <clears throat> strove to make the gospel a reality in their lives through the way they treated one another and the traveling teachers. In response to this good report about the behavior and these rank-and-file Christians, John encouraged uh, them to continue to love and support the visiting believers who were giving themselves by ministering to the churches in Asia. 
so how did this, you know, how did this apply to us right now? It's basically this: how we show hospitality to other Christians, particularly those who serve you and others in your local church and in the churches around the world. Showing the showing hospitality to others, in particular strangers, require a level of trust and acceptance that is not necessarily required in our everyday lives. It forces us to rely on a common bond, Jesus Christ, rather than a particular blood relationship or shared experience. It forces us out of our comfort zones into a territory that we must place our trust in God. John uses these words like love and truth to describe the type of living he uses. And now a trifling attitude and actions as negative as an example to illustrate the dangers of going down a different path. See, understandably, we have a responsibility as Christians to live according to the picture that we find in life and ministry of Jesus. And the one way this manifests itself in our care and for support for those who serve God's people. Our God is not, our God is surrounded by the people <clears throat> who took care of him. Third John teaches us the way that we should uh, do the same for those who carry on the teachings of Jesus Christ in their own day. You know, I can give my, many examples of how this how this should be applied and shouldn't be applied. I remember my first encounter as I moved to Northwest Arkansas. It was one church that we got invited by one member to a uh, group of us. I got invited by one member uh, to actually go to this church and see how see how beautiful, you know, just the fellowship, because we were new in town, and they were like, oh, come. We get there, we go to the picnic. I don't think other members were pleased. Or they all sat to themselves and never introduced themselves to a couple of people who were just new in town. And, you know, it changed the way, it changed the way we kind of saw the area. For a little bit because he was like, wow, we go to church and they're not welcoming because we came from an area that they had a picnic. Or especially if you're young and then a college student, if you came and they you were new to the town, oh, by the time the service was, well, they're going to make sure you became an associate member. They're going to make sure you, you know, they took care of college students. So for us, for us group that went there, it was a shock. But then the next thing, we got invited to other churches and we saw the different level of hospitality, and it kind of showed us that, you know what, if we wasn't strong Christians, sometimes when we have new believers, we, and I always say before they see new believers, that we must extend a level of hospitality and encouragement so they keep coming. Because at this point in time, the only Jesus they're going to, as Kurt Franklin would say, the only Jesus they're going to see is through each and every one of us. So, we have to kind of understand that. So, and that's what John is coming back and telling us that when we are in that, when when we're dealing with each, not even only not only with each other, but with, with other people in the world, this is how we should act. This is how we should respond. We should respond in love. So, if you want to have a columns, because I'm big on that. Um, you know, first, uh, if you want, if you're reading right now, if John first, if you got your Bibles right out, Third John. Um, who would like to read Third John, first chapter, first through the eighth verse? Let's go with it. I'll go. With it. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. 
but I do not want to do it with pen and ink. I hope to see you soon, and then we will talk personally. Peace be with you, all your friends. Send greetings. Greet all our friends personally. And thank you, Sister Bridget. Amen. You know, that's what, you know, sometimes, even though he gave a positive and a negative, but he wanted, uh, he he just did not, he he did not like the fact, the chart that what he was saying, that he didn't like the fact that uh, this leader was proud, rigid, and negative. And, yes, he gave him the, said that he basically let power get to his head and hit the church boss complex, or translate, um, not only looking out for himself or the people there, but not look, not being a full part of the body of Christ. And he wanted people to understand, don't isolate yourself like this. Don't be like this. Because this is not what God wants us to do. Because he wants us to go out and seek the lost for it seek the laws and bring them back into the fold. He doesn't want you to have take the church and think it's a power center for you because at the end of the day, it's Jesus. We are here because of Jesus. We are here because of God. We are here because of the Holy Spirit and not in our own selves. We, you know, we continually say, let us be stewards and good stewards of what he's up, but also he wants to have a level head about it that we don't get to the point where, okay, this gives us power because people are looking up to us in leadership. He wants, John was just saying that God wants us to be humble. I mean, we have to be like, and there are times where we need to be a Joseph. There are times where we need to be a David. There's times where we need to be the best Ursha on the Ursha board that we can be. That's what he wants. He wants God, He does not want us to act as towards the world. You know, <clears throat> he wants us to show the love of Christ, love of Christ. So we all should understand the truth itself. But we ourselves are in this world, and that's the relationship we have. And we have to understand that we have to hold true what God tells us to hold true to. And that keeping that, holding the truth with a loving attitude, that is what he desires. And as we are on this line tonight, even if you're in membership, leadership, or even if you're in your daily walk, Jesus is our Lord who, who's, who's say believers must, must minister. We're here to say that Jesus died for our Jesus died on the cross for our sins. We are here to show when the poor is hung, poor is hungry and destitute destitute that is what we're here for is to help and to show the love of Christ. And that the position they are in that the position they are in that we are here to help because the world gonna tell you and I can tell you right now the Lord gonna tell you, the world will tell you. And the devil will tell you there is no cure because he is doing it. He has got more gain. He makes more gains on people every day if they don't understand who God is. He's going. To, the enemy. The enemy is going to tell you that you're going to have to work for the works for the blessing, or the enemy is going to tell us something that straight sounds like the truth, but it really isn't. What we have to understand as believers is that God is love, point blank. And he did not give us a spirit of fear, so we don't use doctrines of fear, or we don't use seducing doctrines, or we don't do doctrines that, okay, you need to do this in order to become a member. No, that's not God's way. God is saying if you accept Jesus Christ in your heart, you are part of the family, you're adopted, and you are blessed. That's what I love about Simple Words Ministry because you know what? In a time of need, 
this ministry has been with people. I remember it. Now, some of you, I know uh, Prophet Bob may remember some, or some of you online might remember we were on we used to be on Block Talk on on midnight. And there were people who were devouring addictions, and all they wanted was prayer. And I remember the fire came down, and people were delivered and set free. Oh, man, there were many testimonies of people who have had tumors. Their prayer, they're in desperate need, and we are praying for them so they shall be so they shall be healed. That is what, the, what in essence, what John was trying to tell us as an elder. We are not the world. We don't take advantage of people who is hurting, but we hear to uplift their spirits. We can we can pray a condition off of them, and they shall be healed, and they shall be delivered. But in return, we're not looking for nothing in return but to show them the love of Christ, and we let God do the work. So we should understand that to be a well, even for leaders, we have to understand sometimes that it's not by our it's not by our might and our spirit, but it's by the Lord. We have to un- we have to come to a full understanding that God will wait, God's will and His way will be done, and that is what we're here for. And I am thankful, and I'm thankful for everyone on this line tonight, because you know what we each and every one of us, I can truly say on Simple Words Ministry, we do demonstrate the love of God. We make sure I know Sister Monica will, will invite everybody. She him to hey. You need to come on the Simple Words Ministry. Oh, man. I know there are people. Books. That's right. You, I mean, that's, but we all have that. I know Erica, she had everybody I know on this line. Oh, and especially Prophet Bob. He's going to make sure everybody on, on, on CB Talk Radio, knowing Amen. that there is, there is a ministry there for you. Amen. And that's what we're supposed to do. Jesus said we're supposed to do greater works than he. And greater works than he's simply saying how we're concluding, how we're spreading the gospel. He only had, let's be real, he only had three years to spread the gospel before he was crucified, dead, and buried. So now the job is for us to take up, not necessarily take up the banner, but walk in the spirit, walk in the spirit of holiness, walk in the spirit of righteousness, walk in the spirit of God, period, so people can be set free. So hurting, so people's souls can be healed. So broken spirits will be mended. The yeah. world will truly break you, and this is what we are here for as the body of Christ: is to, to let everybody know that you shall be healed. That no matter what the word sin is, the sin it will break you down. But we are here, and we will love you. We will bring. We will love you back to life. So that is Amen. my lesson tonight. Amen. And, and I, like I said, we just got to understand, this, and what Third John is just reminding us, is that we, even though um, that was about traveling teachers, that we can apply this to other parts. When we see newcomers coming into our churches, if we go to a physical church, if we see people and we know they're new to Christ, that you can say, hey, if you're not able to go to church on Sunday, there's a ministry, simple words, come on the line. Amen. Is there, you know, is there a Bible study? Hey, lead them to the church near you. You know your own, your church is near you. It's not just that because you let them know there is a community. What John is also trying to display tonight is that we have to stop being like the world and start being a community. 
when you're in a community, everybody supports everybody. The businesses support people's needs in retail. Uh, the government supports the government function, the functionality. Um, functionality. We have to understand that that is what we are. We're a community. We're not isolated. We're not trying to say we're in a cult. But in generally the body of Christ, we are a community. That we need to start thinking like we are a community. You know, we have to understand sometimes, now this is going from my personal, so y'all, this is from my past. There are times where I've been in churches where people think this is, people get very territorial because they want to get, I feel in my heart that people want to give God their best, but sometimes go about it the wrong way. But we don't shun those people. We lift them up. We, we're here to correct people. We have to always say, I see the body of Christ literally as a human body. You know there's eight systems in the body, and when one go wrong, all go wrong. If your, blood, if your endocrine system go out of whack, that means your blood sugar go out of whack. That means you're not going to have good vision. The blood vessels constrict, so you're not going to see. You're going to be blind as a bat. Your heart, your blood pressure is going to elevate, so they get your heart pumping harder. There's so, and then your nerve inter, your nerve endings are just fried out, and your feet is burning because you have neurosity in your feet, or you got shooting pains up and down your legs. See, that's kind of like we have to understand the body of Christ is like the human is like the human body. You have parts of the parts of the body of Christ that acts like the brain. You have parts of the body of Christ that works that helps. They're working as arms and feet and leg in the ministry. You have your leaders working as towards the brain and some working as the eyes and some working as the mouthpiece of God. Amen. you got to understand it sometimes. You have a backbone. That is your support system, your structure. Yes, that is your backbone to keep everything going, the body straight. Oh, and then you have the nerves. you got that you have your works committee. They're your nervous system. They keep you. They keep everything. You got people in the background keeping things level and calm. Oh, you have your skin, the protective. See, the whole spirit to me sometimes is like the skin, but you have other people who ask the skin. They are the first line of fence. As you touch something, they gonna send to the nurse. Up, oh, she just turned something hot, and we about to burn in 2.2 seconds. And then sending a warning system to every part of your body. You know. We got people in the body of Christ that act like blood vessels. They keep things going, and, you know, those are networkers. They're going to keep things going. Sometimes we call them the gospel news work because they work too well. But you got your networkers. They're going to make sure things, they're going to make like blood vessels and keep things flowing in the body of, through the structures. Then you got those who are there to help, like the immune system, that your white blood cell count. They're like the immune system. And then you have those who are the heart of the ministry. They know that the blood their presence is literally the heart, and that when something goes wrong, you see that person, you're looking towards that person, hey, what's going on? And you're looking at them in such a way that if they don't tell you something ain't right, you automatically know. You know, those are the things that we have to understand that in each and every one of us, we play a part. There's no big, you know, to me, everybody is significant, and nobody's of major importance. It's the way we have to understand, like the systems in our body, we all have to stay in homostasis with each other. We all need to stay in accordance to each other. And when things happen, when pestilence or disease or viruses that hit the body, we all work together 
for the good of God to get it out of our system to get well. Amen. When the fever goes up, we act like we have to act like we have to do our defenses. You know, that's what scared when someone is cut or stabbed, that's where you see scars. Why? Because that is the skin. That's a good thing because that means the platelets have came in and met came in and stopped the blood for started blood clotting and then you know of course you may have stitches and you know that's that's a whole new story and then you see the scabs because the scabs underneath the scab the skin regenerating itself and it hasn't haven't came to a protective layer yet and those are the things that we got to understand in the body of christ so to me that's what third john is about letting us know that as the body of christ as as we have to understand in his day, yes, everybody was working together because people were being prosecute, prosecuted and prosecuted for for speaking of Jesus, and especially right after his death, there were the there were campaigns in order to keep the keep Jewish um, members from leaving and becoming members of Christ. So in that day, it still applies to this day. There were always, I always tell it's nothing new on the sun. Even with some of these new fashions of religious fashions that come out, there is nothing new under the sun. But that's what God's word sustains us. He's a rock in a weary land. That's why this book, the Bible, is our instructions that keep us stable and saying, hey, don't be afraid. I didn't give you a spirit of fear, but I gave you love, power, and the soundness of mind. So right now, I'm going to open up the line right now for your for your feed comments and feedback. Praise the Lord, Miss Lashana. Um, I came back on the line. I had was to get off the line, but I came back about when Sister Bridget were about to read. I think Prophet Joseph was speaking and. The last part, so I didn't get that first part, but the last part that I get here, um, the way you describe the body, the body of Christ, it, it is it is phenomenal, and you're so right. You don't, I know, I don't know what part of the body I am, but I know I'm a part of the body of Christ. You are, and so every believer, born again, wash, blood wash, Christians are, and um. It is vital for us to be in one on one accord and to speak to each other because if a finger I got a stick stick in my finger today and I stick myself sometimes and this one that I get hurt my whole body and I'm mm. thinking and I'm saying to myself if I get a tiny um, prick in the finger I hurt it, it it hurts my hand it makes my whole body. That's how the body of Christ is. When one part hurts, the old body should hurt and, you know, should do everything so that the body can, that part can heal. And um, I, I I have to go back and read John, John third, John third, third John. Okay. Third John. I, I, I will have to go back and read third John because I, I, I didn't read it and I didn't, um, I didn't prepare the lesson, honest to God. Um, but I'm going to go back and read it um, maybe a morning, tomorrow morning. But I, I just want to say I really appreciate um, appreciate you coming diligently and teach. And as Prophet Bible was praying and he talked about college and teaching, I, I, I thank God that 
I'm still trying to be a good listener. Um, sometimes, some, sometimes my brother has to say, slow down and let me speak, and after I speak, you speak. You know, I, I have to learn to speak less and listen. And uh, I just want to thank you for the teaching. And um, God bless you, woman of God. And I pray cover you. I pray um, God will fill you up and give you the knowledge of wisdom and the understanding as you come forth every week and teach. And I cover you from backlashing and retaliating spirit. I, I truly appreciate <clears throat> appreciate the teaching. I may not be on every Monday night because Ruth have her ways of saying, okay, Monica, no, not tonight. Pray, hurry up and get off the phone. And sometimes <laughs> well, we I can be I can be on it until ten o'clock night right now. So I, I I really thank 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 you for coming on and teaching and um explaining. You break it down as even that baby can understand. So um thank you very much. God bless you and no weapon formed against the prosper and every tongue that rises already condemned. Um, that's the word of God. And as you bring forth this message, you know, you never know who, who, who is listening that doesn't want to listen. You know the enemy tries to, you know, to steal, kill and destroy. But I thank God that he comes to give us life. And what you're teaching is life. So I thank you, man of God. God bless you. Have a blessed night. Thank you so much, Sister Monica. I really appreciate it. Amen. You're welcome. Amen. Amen. Right, the line is open right now for your comments, your questions, and your feedback. This is why it's imperative when we get on the prayer call on Monday nights that we have an ear to hear what the Holy Spirit is teaching us. Like I said in the prayer, not everybody hears, not everybody listens. It goes in one ear and out the other, my mother used to say. But we need to have an open ear to hear what the Spirit is saying and be teachable. Right. A lot of people don't want to be teachable. I said that, you know, earlier. A lot of people don't want to be teachable. We think that we're everything in a ball of chips and a bag of chips, and we're really not. We think we know it all, and we don't. I've been around the block many a year. And many times in ministry, but I'm still learning at 67 years of age. Good teaching tonight, Minister Shauna. God bless you. Thank you, Prophet Bob. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Oh, see, God don't hit me upside the head a couple of times. He done gave me a spanking a couple of times. I'm that. You want to know why I'm teachable now? Because God spanked me enough. That's what happened. You know, he trusted. Amen. Look. That's why sometimes I tell y'all, and I always, even with the people I work with, they know the first thing I say, if you're going to do something stupid, see me. If you're thinking about doing something stupid, see me. Because, A, I've either done it, no friends who have did it, and I'm just going to let you learn a lesson. That learn. I want to let us tell you what the lesson is before you go have to learn it yourself. Do not put, and sometimes they laugh at me, but I'll be, I'll be so serious. Like, if you're going to do something stupid, see me. If you're thinking about something stupid, see me. If you got questions and if you think what you're about to do is questionable, see me. So that's what sometimes in the body of Christ, that's why I tell people, like, you know what, uh, we all have to, you know, sometimes we have to be very trans. The word is transparent. We have to learn how to be transparent 
and to receive teaching. Trust me, sometimes yeah. I know yeah. Sister Erica will tell me what I need to do, and I'll be sitting there like, I, she knows for about five seconds I'm going to be like, huh, really? But I'm going to sit there and say, sis, I know. I take my correction. I'm good. Yes, I'll take my correction, and I'll go back, and I'll see God's face even more. But I have friends there. I have friends that are very accountable. Um, Elder Green, sometimes when I used to say something, she'd be like, Sister Alicia, Sister Rona. <laughs> and she would tell, and like I said, she would hope, she would be like, think about what's going on. Don't, and, you know, and those things, I had people who helped me to be teachable. And sometimes because we've had bad teachers, because I've had a couple of them too, we sometimes we're afraid to be teachable. But that's why it's important to be with people who God has put, uh, allowing God to understand. Ask him, are these people supposed to be in your life? Yes or no. Because those people are the ones he's going to have you to mold you and groom you. Some people are going to be a lifetime, but sometimes you put people in the season just so that you're support, that you consistently have support. Um, a member of Prophet told me once, uh, said this one time, if I'm saying it correctly, and, of course, I'm a country girl, so I totally got it. You know, if you look in the air and you and if you watch ducks, you'll notice that ducks go into a v, V-shaped formation. If You see them, how they fly. But if you notice that they're an injured duck, there's two that's going to swoop from the front, and they're going to go in the back and help that person, help that duck till it be with that duck until it gains the momentum to be back or healing or whatever that duck is needing till it get back with the rest of the rest of the rest of the group. That's what we have to be sometimes. Even Christ said, "Go us out two by two. But we have to understand that sometimes we have to be teachable, and He put people in our life to be those ducks that go back and to mentor you and to teach you and to guide you. And you know, I have to say thank you for your comment, Papa Bob, because you know I can make a. I could talk about that one all day. <laughs> I know. But but it's understandable. Like I said, I've got plenty of spanking. Y'all think I've been, I ain't never been this teachable. Trust me. If I could find, mm-mm. I, but I also had to learn, God gave me the wisdom to understand that sometimes I just got to trust him. Even when I don't see or understand why things ain't coming, don't try to do it myself, but to trust him. And he teaches me and bring people in my life to teach me and to get me back connected with the body of Christ. So thank you for your, thank you for your, thank you for your feedback and your comment, Prophet Bob. You're welcome. Um, I am going to open up the line again for your comments, your questions, and your feedback. Amen. Amen. Um, are there any prayer requests? Yeah, keep uh, Prophetess Gina in prayer. She goes tomorrow for that CAT scan on her brain. Okay. We're believing a good report, and she won't be taking the seizure medicines no more. Amen? Amen, amen. She has a doctor appointment right after it. Amen, amen. Well, keep her in prayer. Anybody else? Yeah, um... Minister Shana, mm-hmm. could I keep my niece, my little um, grandniece Jasmine in your prayer? The asthma, um, the asthma attack her again, and she's in the hospital. So, um, oh wow, okay. Yeah. 
Thank you. And um, there's a, another prayer request. I, I placed um, my 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 pastor, my other pastor from my local church. Mm-hmm. She sends out a prayer request for um, one of the church member, family member, Lindsay, who have a Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, mm-hmm. who had a um, heart failure due to his, um, his heart failure. So he, he's, um, he needs a transplant, so. He is, yeah, let's keep him in prayer. Please, oh. thank you. Ernie, I think it's a, uh, Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay. Lindsay, okay. Yeah, thank she you. The, and she's needing a heart transplant? She needs a heart transplant. Uh, she needs a kidney. Um, she has heart failure due to kidney, kidney waiting, failing and waiting for a transplant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, let's pray. Father God, right now, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything that is not of you, I do want to repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you tonight for us to open up open up the heavens around us, Father God. I thank you for allowing your glory rain down on this line tonight, Father God, because you are our Father. You are El Shaddai, you are Elohim, and we give you praise. We thank you. We worship you. We shabak you because there's no one like you, Father God. You may sit high, but you look low, Father God. Father God, I thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for us, Father God. Oh, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. So, Holy Spirit, have your way on this line right now. Oh, I just I thank you because I thank you right now. I thank you for open heaven so we may ask, so the open the heavens are open around us, Father God. Oh God, I lift up civil words I lift up civil words ministry up to you, Father God. You see and you know what we're going through, Father God. I ask you to heal soul wounds, Father God, and heal broken spirits tonight, Father God. Father God, I ask you right now to heal the people Heal the people around us, Father God. Those who desire that we're joining our prayers with their prayers, so they so their needs shall be met, that they shall be healed, that their sins are forgiven, that if they're in a backsliding state, that we have them to come. They're coming home, Father God. And Father God, right now, lift up Prophetess uh, Gina up to you, Father God. We are speaking peace in her brain and her nervous systems now, so she won't have to deal with the seizure medication, Father God. Father God, I'm thanking you for new brain growth, Father God, so that in the areas of her brain that is alive right now, that new sympathies have rerouted themselves from the seizure part of her brain, Father God. Father God, we know what you can do because you, you, Father God, it's all about you, Father God. Father God, I speak a healing to all her emotional senses and her nervous centers, Father God. I speak healing over her endocrine system, Father God. Oh, Father God, I speak healing over her body, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you right now, Father God, for the the spirit of infirmity has officially left her body. Every traumatic situation that causes her brain, Father God, right now to react and trigger off a trigger off a reaction we come against that now in the name of jesus and right now father god we command the spirit of trauma to leave her body and what and restart her cellular memory so her cellular memory has no memory of the traumatic of any incidents to a brain trauma to her 
any we speak life to her brain, Father God, that her brain has no memory of the trauma that it happened to it, Father God. Father God, we just thank you and we give you praise, Father God. I thank you because God, we have an. Oh, I thank you for allowing that to come down from your open heaven and to yes, meet, so meet that right there in Prophetess Gina home, Father God. I thank you for blessing Prophet Bob, Father God, and whatever he's needing, Father God, as her support, Father God, you should deliver it also, Father God. And, yes. Father God, right now we lift up Jasmine right now, Father God. Father, Father God, we command whatever is causing that asthma center which we come against it right now, Father God. Father God, we speak, the, we, we speak your word, Father God, over her life, Father God, that... Mm, Father God, right now we we command every we break off every word curse, every generational curse that any come that any masonry feature masonry or anything that was on her line that caused that to happen right now. In the name of Jesus, over this little baby, Father God. And, Father God, right now we speak life. We ask you to breathe, Father God. Breathe your life into her lungs, Father God, so they expand, Father God. And whatever the infection or whatever the asthma and the steroid, you are the steroid that you've given her new lungs, Father Father. God. That you've given her, we thank you because right now we're thanking you for things to come down from the open heaven, Father God. New lungs for her so she doesn't have any more asthma attacks, Father God. Oh, Father God, we're asking for creative miracles for her, Father God. Father God, we lift up Lindsay up to you, Father God. She's needing a heart transplant and a kidney transplant. And Father God, I ask you to restore her body, Father God. Not only giving her new organs, but restore her body from the damage. We command that trauma to leave, that physical trauma that that pestilence to dissolve and die right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for wiping the cellular memory green. Her memory her brain will have no memory. Her heart will have no memory of the of the stress that was put on it, Father God. Father God, when they see it, they're going to say she had a new heart, and it was delivered, delivered by you, Father God. Oh, we thank you for giving her new kidneys, because wherever she's doing or whatever you need to do to get her body out of adrenal failure, Father God, we speak thrive. We command the spirit of failure to thrive, to leave her, and go straight to the pit of hell right now in the name of Jesus. Her body shall recover. Her body drop. We speak recovery over her body right now in the name of Jesus. And right now, Father God, we give you praise. We thank you, Jesus, for what you have done on the cross so they should be healed, for they all shall be healed, Father God. Oh, Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you. Oh, God, we ask you tonight, anything that you need to ask you to remove the enemy, if you need to remove the enemy, remove it. Remove those spirits of Python and and Leviathan, Father God. There's choking out the air out of people's lungs, Father God. Remove it now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, Father God, Father God, I ask you right now, I praise your name right now, Father God, because there's no one, no one, no one like you. And I said, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Because you said we can receive in Philippians 4.19, and that we know we can receive everything from from your glory, through Christ Jesus. So we thank you that this is coming from your glory, Father God. I thank you this is coming from your glory. I thank you for this coming from your open heaven because the earth is yours and everything within it, Father God. So, God, I just thank you, and I praise your name, and I pray this prayer in no other name but your son, Jesus. Yes, Amen. Amen. Thank you.
In amen. Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, I agree. Amen. I agree to this Hallelujah. So prophet, tell Prophet Gina she ain't got nothing to worry about tomorrow. Thank <laughs> God. This is just a, look, sometimes things come up so God to diagnose them and to get rid of them. Amen. And we know we're and we're looking to see a testimony from Sister Lindsay that she has new heart and new new and her adrenal failure is over and she, her kidneys are fully restored in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, I believe that they agree. I'm in testimony. I'll give it. Amen. Amen. You know, we have to, God is so awesome and he is so wonderful and great. And I'm, we're truly blessed. So, you know, everyone, we just, you know, we just got to thank God. Thank him and continue to give him praise. Amen. And tonight as we close, Father God, right now, I ask you to bless each and every one of us on this line and those who have it will hear this later, Father God. May their store baskets be full and run it over. May your glory and continence be around them. May as they go up they have the peace of God to go with them. That nothing that the enemy can't take with you the enemy can't steal nothing, or take or destroy nothing that he that has no authority right now. So God, I thank you as we cut, we leave that your protection and your love and your power surrounds us daily. And as you said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons how you are supposed to bless. And so this is how we bless each other. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Sleep with God's angels, everyone, and good night. Amen. Good night. Good night, everyone. Have a blessed night. Good night, everybody. I love you all. Amen. Good night. Good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.